0: Hello and welcome to Endurance Minded. It's the podcast that aims to redefine what it means to reach our full potential by exploring how movement and mindset impacts our lives and how we can all work to show up as the best versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Taylor Thomas, founder and coach at TEC. And this episode, I wanna talk about enjoyment. And I wanna talk about it because it's something that we often put off or we don't think it's important, or we think that when we do a certain amount of things or we accomplish certain tasks or reach certain milestones, that only then will we be able to enjoy ourselves or will we deserve enjoyment. And so I want to talk about, firstly, why it's important. And then I want to work to understand what it might look like and what it can look like to infuse enjoyment into our lives in a way where it's the primary metric, where it's what we're aiming for, what we're working towards, and that we're able to find it in route to what we want to accomplish, and that enjoyment doesn't have to be something that is downfield, it doesn't have to be something that is months or years away uh, or out of our reach or, again, something that we don't deserve, but it's something that we can actually infuse into our lives and in, into the process of reaching our goals, And so first, why is it important? And I really believe it boils down to the fact that it's ultimately what leads to sustainability. It's ultimately what leads to our ability to continue to do the things we're doing. And I have thought about this a lot because I want... I wanted to understand for myself as much as for anyone else what that might actually mean, right? When we say enjoyment, what are we, what are we actually getting at? What do we hope to accomplish? What are, the, what are the things that we hope to reap from trying to find enjoyment in a more consistent way? And so I arrived at sustainability meaning that it's the it's the thing that actually keeps us involved in what we're doing. And I think if if you think about it, you know, the the antithesis of that is is that you're miserable. Is that you you don't appreciate where you're at or what you're doing or what you're engaged in. And and so there The more I thought about it, the more it almost had to be enjoyment because the the opposite of that was that you're you're not happy with where you're at. You're you're not you're not finding contentment or pleasure or excitement in the engagement of what you're doing, right? And I think that can be a, it, it, wherever you're at in your life, in, in anything. We could talk about, you know, fitness. We could talk about work. could talk about family. If, if enjoyment isn't a primary metric, then the metrics that we're using have to be in contrast to that. And, and I'm not saying that, that everything... We have to enjoy every part of it. And I'll get into this in more detail in a bit. But there is a difference between joy and enjoyment. You know, there's a difference between everything being awesome and finding enjoyment in the process. And so when we think about, if we use this as a as a lens, or if enjoyment is a primary metric, because if we can admit that Again, the antithesis of that <clears throat> is that we're unhappy or we're not engaged or we're not enjoying it, then it brings me to think about the fact that I feel like those that reach their goals and are truly successful through whatever metric we want to define success, accomplishing that goal Um, sticking with it, seeing it through, um, success can take on lots of different forms, but those that reach their goals and are truly successful are the ones that are willing and able to sacrifice short-term results for long-term success. And the reason that I bring this up is because enjoyment is often the thing that we put off for later. So we think, well, I'm not gonna enjoy myself now, um, because maybe when I accomplish my goal down the road, or if I finally get there, then that'll be when I can enjoy myself. That'll be when I get the opportunity to yeah. enjoy myself. And so, I want to. I think this this idea that people that reach their goals are the ones that are willing to kind of sacrifice so to speak in the short term they know that what we're doing now is is not where i want to be but it doesn't demean the effort that i'm putting in i'm i'm able to and willing to recognize that what i'm doing now will ultimately lead me to where i want to go but that doesn't diminish the effort that i'm putting in right now and i think this ties into enjoyment because we think well if what I'm doing now isn't ultimately where I want to be, then what's the point, right? And then to that end, how am I supposed to enjoy myself if I'm not where I want to be? Um, and so I think that there's this there's this diminishment of where we're at currently because we're not where we ultimately want to be. And so we imagine that this time period that we're in right now is not productive or it's not as, uh, quote unquote, good- as it could be. Um, And so that, that diminishes our enjoyment. We think, okay, well, if this isn't where I want to be, if this isn't the, the kind of penultimate expression of, of who I think I can be or what I want to accomplish, then I'm just going to try to push through, put my head down, nose to the grindstone and push through so that I can get to a point where, I can enjoy myself or I can enjoy the process or enjoyment can be a metric by which I'm able to think about things. And I, I do believe that there's a, a, a need for a recognition in, in what we're doing now as the place that you're supposed to be, right? You can't get to where you want to be without some, some runway, some effort required to get there. And I think that there's a real need to hold both of these things at the same time, right? Hold the real fact and the real truth that all we can do is what we can do today. And that that doesn't have to be the end goal. It doesn't have to be the end of the line, but that we also are building towards something else and that neither of those things are, um, are more or less important, right? That the process is all we have. And our ability to wake up today and engage in that process and find enjoyment in that process, knowing that what I do today will ultimately lead towards success, my version of success in the long run, I think is a really important construct to to map out for ourselves as individuals, right? What does that look like today, knowing that I want to be somewhere else tomorrow or down the road. And so I think that, you know, this, there's so much culturally around words like hustle and grind and suffer. And, you know, we even go back to um, old marketing slogans, no pain, no gain. Um, You know, and that that can get us fired up. I, I think I'm I'm not I'm not anti those things necessarily in the sense that I think that there is a legitimate response there that can get us fired up. Right. We can get motivated by the idea of leaning in and doing the work that's hard and committing to something that is outside of our reach or our grasp right now. But I think where where that leads us astray is it whitewashes the the work that we're doing right now, right? It tells us to put our head down and do more work, work harder, um, suffer, hustle, whatever, so that we can get to some end goal. We can get to some place down the road. And so we think that, that everything en route to whatever that end goal is has, has to be kind of inherently shitty. It, it, you know, if we have to grind and suffer, and then that, that language captures or encapsulates this mindset that is, well, this part sucks, right? Where I'm at right now can't be enjoyable because I have to grind it out. And so, again, I think there's just a real need to, to talk about some balance there, right? That, yes, there is hard work required. If you want to do something that is over and above your current ability level or over and above where you are at right now, right, new level of fitness, new business, new um, career opportunity, Um whatever that is, it, it, there is an inherent amount of work required. And it's going to be harder than you're used to because the only way to get to a place where we haven't been yet is to work harder and to do different things than we have currently been doing. So there is, there is a part of that that is, it might be a grind, right? We might have to put our head down. But this is where, just on the other side of that, or just before we get to that place, what does it look like to enjoy that? Right? Can we enjoy the quote unquote grind? Can we put our effort into areas that are actually exciting and that we enjoy? And I think, again, it's just on the other side of that, or just before we get there, where there's a real opportunity to highlight some some nuance um, and a chance to not just put our head down and try to push through. Because I think, again, boiled down very simply, like whatever that looks like for you, that grind, that hustle, that, that pushing through to accomplish something new, whatever that looks like for you, you better enjoy it because otherwise you're miserable right like if we really think about the other option what is it the other option is if it's a, if it's all hustle and grind that that's a miserable existence if if we if we totally forget about enjoyment in hopes of eventually getting to some place or our efforts reaping some benefit or reward i mean that that's a moving target and and we've now just pushed through you know, months and years of our life in hopes that we get to some opportunity to enjoy it. So I I think at a very, just at a very real kind of, you know, what else is there? I I think you have to enjoy it because what's the other option? What, What the other, the other side of that is that, is that, you know, you hate it, you're miserable. Um, and I know that can come in waves and it ebbs and flows. It's not all suffering. But I mean, I think really, again, if we just boil it down, if you're not enjoying it, if, if you're not focused on enjoyment as a metric, then the other side of that has to be some level of, of discontent or disappointment or, um, or unhappiness. <clears throat> and so I want to talk a little bit about it. Let's go into some detail about what, what can enjoyment look like? Because I think you know, we can talk existentially about enjoyment and how we can do it and how it can show up and what that balance is and the nuance. And, and, and that's all well and good. But um, I, I think I want to start with, and I, I touched on this earlier, I want to start with the difference between joy and enjoyment. And I think that, well, I know that language in our culture and society gets mixed up a lot. We we throw a lot of words out. We proverbially, meaning, you know, everything that we see on the Internet and read and wherever information is coming to you from, we throw a lot of words out in hopes of capturing attention. Um, Because... The real fact of the matter is, is that we live in an attention economy and people's attention spans are short and our bandwidth for processing things tends to be very limited. And so there's a lot of words coming at us. And we don't always take the time or have the opportunity to think about what those what do those words really mean? What is that language trying to to capture. And I think joy and enjoyment are two words that get mixed together or intertwined, and I think that they are wholly different in terms of what they are trying, what they do capture. Because I want to I want to be clear that I'm not advocating that everything should be easy and that You should find joy in everything, right? Joy is is an emotion. And like all emotions, joy is fleeting. Joy, just like happiness and sadness and anger, whatever that is, joy is, is an emotion. And I think oftentimes we think about enjoyment as joy we say, well, I don't, I'm not finding joy in this menial task. I'm not finding joy in this place that I'm in that is frustrating. Um, we'll use fitness as an example, as I'm continuing to lean in and build fitness and, and work on my, my weaknesses. And I don't feel strong or I don't feel confident. Um, there's not a, there's not a lot of joy in that moment, right that can feel very disheartening that can feel um you know that can really zap our motivation and our excitement and 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 really almost rob us of joy. same thing on the work front right it, to do to build things that are impactful there's a lot of there's a lot of tasks, there's a lot of work that you're not going to find joy in. And so I want to be clear that I'm not advocating and I'm not saying that the end result or our goal is that that we find joy in everything. Life is hard and there's a lot of times when we just have to get shit done. We do just have to grind or put our head down and do the work. Um, and it's not going to be filled with joy every day. I think there's a recognition there, too, that actually helps us find enjoyment when we understand that joy isn't actually necessarily what we're after, right? We shouldn't be disappointed when we don't find joy in everything. Of course not. Some things are hard. Some things we don't like. Some things don't play to our strengths. Some things make us feel, you know, a, a lack of confidence or... um. Right, whatever the emotion is, that's okay. It's okay that we we have to go through a range of experiences and emotions in route to our goals, in route to to trying to better ourselves or show up as the best version um, of of who we are. And so, I want to be clear that I'm not I'm not in the camp that everything should be. Butterflies and rainbows, and we wake up on the sunny side of the bed every day. And life is a beautiful miracle, and everything's just going to roll out before us. Um, and life is grand. I, I, you know, I love that sentiment. If people feel that way, I love that for them. That's not my personality. I think that there is there is an inherent battle and and a fight and resistance that we encounter on any given day that is healthy for us. And that's okay. You know, it is fine that things are hard and that I don't find joy in certain tasks or time periods of my life. Um, However, enjoyment is a connection to the underlying root of why you're doing what you're doing, and why you're willing to put up with those hard days. So I want to repeat that because, again, I think this distinction between joy and enjoyment is very, very important. Joy is fleeting, and there are things that you will never find joy in. However, you can find enjoyment because enjoyment is a connection to the underlying root of why you're doing what you're doing And why you're willing to put up with the hard days, with the things you don't find joy in. And so again, I want you to think about that because we find enjoyment, we can get enjoyment from the thing under the thing, right? I'm I'm doing this, let's take fitness as an example. Yes, today I have to do a workout that I'm not excited about and I'm not where I want to be physically. It is very hard. It challenges me in ways that I don't necessarily enjoy or appreciate right now. I'm not finding joy in this workout. However, I can, I can find enjoyment by knowing that by doing this today and stacking today with tomorrow, with next week, And so on, that it will ultimately compile and compound to lead me to where I want to go to reach my fitness goals. Right. So, this is back to to the idea that, you know, those that are successful are the ones that are willing to delay that response, they're willing to sit in that discomfort so that they can ultimately reach their goals in the end. Fitness, there's no better example than fitness because it does not happen today. It doesn't happen this week and it doesn't even happen this month, right? It is a long play. So you have to be able to understand what it looks like to find enjoyment in that process to ultimately get to where you want to go. And so it's that connection to the underlying root, right? Why does it matter in the first place? What is the thing under the thing? Yes. And in the moment is there any joy in that maybe not right and i think that's fine what's what's under that why are you willing to do it right if we take entrepreneurship there's a million tasks and things that we have to to do that are not fun and and they're not our strengths and they they push us to to go in directions and and to tap into to areas of ourselves that are super uncomfortable. That's okay because I can find enjoyment in the fact that I know that the sum total of those things is ultimately building in the direction of my goals. Um, Right. So I can enjoy the process without finding joy in the task. And that is a really critical shift. Because I think often we've been looking for joy when we should work to define what enjoyment is. Right? I don't doubt that a lot of the things that we have to uh, tackle on a daily basis don't bring us joy. But we can find enjoyment. Right? What is that root? Why are you willing to do them? And why, what, is, what is it about that that provides enjoyment? Right. Again, enjoyment as a metric. Next is shifting your mindset from a when I get there mentality. I'll put when I get there in quotes. Touched on this at the beginning. And this is an overarching theme, but I want to break this down. Just the, the mental f- place that so many of us are in where we just don't give ourselves an opportunity to enjoy where we're at now because we've already made up our minds that when I get there, again, in quotes, then I can can do X, Y, and Z. Then I can enjoy myself. Then I'll be happy. Then I can buy the things I want to buy, or I can start the relationships that I want to start or lean into the relationships that I have. This is a, this is a classic one. When I get there, I'll be able to spend more time with the people that I care about. I can give some time back to my family. I can, It, it it's not there. When you get there, there's another there, right? With study, after study tells us that this is a false narrative. That when we get to the place that we've, we've, we've put on a pedestal and we've worked and worked and worked and put our head down and we said, okay, if I just get there, it'll all be okay. When we get there, it's not. It doesn't feel like we thought it was going to feel. We don't feel as satisfied. We don't feel like we accomplished anything. We, the list goes on, right? Insert an emotion. It, it lets us down. And one of the best ways that I've heard this described is, um, two authors, Brad Stolberg and Steve Magnus, um, which I've mentioned before on this show, and I can't recommend their books enough, but they coined the phrase, the arrival fallacy and what the arrival fallacy is, is exactly what I'm talking about. It's that when I arrive to some predetermined place in my trajectory, then I'll be happy. Then I can focus on enjoyment. Then I can write again, whatever that thing is. It is a fallacy. It, it, it doesn't exist. It, our brains don't work that way. Our, 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 Neurological pathways don't allow us to revel in that moment like we think that we would or we should be able to, right? A very basic example, we do an event when it comes to fitness, right? could be any event. We pick a goal, we put it out there, we do the thing, build, 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 build. We do the thing. There's a moment of happiness and then it leaves us right we don't hang on to that moment forever you cross the finish line of a marathon you're proud that day maybe right that might last for 12 hours 24 hours then what it doesn't last till next week it doesn't last for a month you have to, then what right where does that energy go you immediately start looking to the next thing okay that was good but now what all right, I need something else to put on the calendar because that's the only way that I can engage. It's the only, right? So you see, we immediately, we shift the goalpost down the field, right? We get to the end zone, goalpost shifts, we got another field to run. So you have to find the process is the only thing that we ever come back to. So again, if we don't find enjoyment there, the opposite of that is just that we, we don't, we're not, we're not happy, we don't think it's worthwhile. And so shifting your mindset away from this, when I get there mentality, or to use Stolberg and Magnus's um, phrase, to, to get away from the arrival fallacy, that starts with recognizing it, right? I really want you to sit with this and understand if this is what you are doing. I think at some level we are all guilty of it. Um a, a really kind of sneaky example of this is vacations. Right? If I can just get to vacation, then I'll be able to go on vacation and then I'll feel better when I get back. Right? If if I can just if I can just get here and I can reset and I can it's not going to happen, right? It feels good. Taking a break is, is healthy. It doesn't solve your problems. It doesn't solve your stress. It doesn't solve your lack of enjoyment. It doesn't solve your lack of engagement in the process. It, it is a nice blip that, that allows you to remove yourself from those problems and those frustrations, but it's still there when you get back. So that's, you know, again, that's an arrival fallacy that we, that all of us deal with. You know, so many, if you're lucky enough, you take a, maybe a yearly vacation. Um, you, you do it all the time. Okay, I just, this vacation's, you know, six months. If I can just get there, if I can just, it, it's not there, right? It's a fallacy. So really be honest with yourself. Are you doing that? Is that part of your narrative? Are you just looking for that thing down the down the road, in hopes that that will be the thing that finally solves your problem, or finally frees you up to think like you'd want to think, or make decisions like you want to, th- or engage in your life like you'd want to, and then work to find enjoyment? Lastly, is to take a long term approach. So I like to think about kind of a mantra, which is, if I had to do this forever, what would I be doing? So if I'm in this thing and I'm working towards my goals, if I had to do this right now, forever, there's no retirement, there's no end, there's no goal that satisfies me. There's no, I just, this is it. What would I be doing? How would I spend my time what would I say yes to? What would I say no to? Again, that doesn't get us out of all the bullshit that we have to put up with, right? I don't, I don't imagine a scenario where we just get to say no to all the things we don't want to do and yes to all the things we do want to do. Again, though, what would I be doing? How would I find enjoyment? How would I connect to the process? If I tomorrow and the next day and the next day forever... I got to wake up and do the same thing and move towards the same goals. What would I be doing? How would I proceed? How would I frame that? I wouldn't want to be miserable forever. I wouldn't want to just keep pushing things downfield. I wouldn't want to live in the arrival fallacy because in that with that mantra, it truly never comes. Right? Because I'm doing this forever. So I like to use that as a bit of a mantra and, a, and, a, and just a reframe. And, and again, it's, it's, it's not even about changing what you're doing in terms of task, right? I'm not, we so often don't have control over so many things that we are responsible for. So we don't get to change them, right? If you have something on your plate that's not bringing you joy, You might not have any control over that. That might just be something you have to deal with. But if I had to do it forever, I'd sure as hell work to find some enjoyment. I'd try to figure out, how can I do this and, and, and not be miserable? How can I do this and find enjoyment? So it's more about just changing the mindset. It's more about looking for opportunities to reframe what we're already doing. It might not be, a wholesale change of what we're doing, it's how we're doing it that allows us to shift, right? So again, maybe use that like, if I had to do this forever, what would I be doing? And then I think that there's a real opportunity to shift your mindset from the immediacy of the near term. And what I mean by that is is that we... A recognition of the long game, I just, I can't overstate how important I think it is to know that things worth doing take time and that all you can do is show up today and you can do your best and you can stay focused on your goals can have a clear path to get there. You can execute in the direction of those things, but you can't make it happen any faster. And there is no better example of this, and I'll touch on it again, than athletics. You cannot make fitness happen any faster than it's going to happen. And it happens slowly, right? To be able to accomplish the things we want to accomplish on the athletic front. I promise you it takes longer than you think. And that's okay. It should, right? I, I think that there's the, the, the healthiest recognition of the fact that things worth doing take time is such a freeing place to be in because it, it absolves you of this is it gonna to happen today, right? This immediacy of the near term it may no, it probably won't happen a day, but when it does happen, when it does click, when you do feel good in your workouts, when you do get that business off the ground, when you do get that promotion, when you do accomplish that thing that you've been working towards and you haven't been focused on that thing, but you've been focused on how you show up and enjoyment, it's going to feel so much better. And it will be great. And then it will be fleeting, right? And then you'll move on to another thing. So when we think about what it looks like to find enjoyment I think one of the biggest things we can do is to relinquish the pressure of the timeline, right? Is it, is it this month, right? How, how many times as a coach have I been asked, like, how long does it take to get fit? Or when will I be able to do this thing? Or, you know, how long does it take to get prepared for this thing? The answer is, is forever, Right. I think if we think about, again, and I'll, specifically with 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 fitness, you, you don't want to stop. Right. Is the goal that you get to some place and then and then you stop exercising? I know this happens. I, I, I'm not I'm not ignorant to the fact that. That people aren't interested in consistent exercise for, for their entire lives. But we do know scientifically that exercise needs to be a part of how we live our lives. And it needs to be very regular. Um, and it needs to be something that we integrate forever. And so I, I think that's a great like microcosm of Thinking about any area of our life and any goal is that like, are you just going to, you're going to quit, right? Is, is the goal really to get to some place where then you just hang it up, you stop engaging completely? I don't, I don't think that that's what most people want, but it's, but it satiates us because it puts an end to the process that we're not enjoying, If we're not finding enjoyment in the space between point A and point Z, then yeah, it would be really nice to imagine a time when we can hang that up and put all this bullshit to rest, right? But I think if we can find enjoyment, again, we can find that root under the thing, the why of why we're doing it, then we we don't need to hang it up. Right. If if I'm truly enjoying understanding what it looks and feels like for me personally to be a lifelong athlete and to continue to engage with my body and push myself in a way that feels sustainable and, and try different things and work on new modalities and lean into my weaknesses, and I'm truly enjoying that process, I don't want there to be an end to it. I hope that it happens forever. And I hope that I have the opportunity to continue to evolve and try on different things and recognize new strengths and weaknesses. And it's the same thing in any area of our lives. If we're enjoying it, we would hope that it would continue, right? I'm not, I'm not putting my head down in hopes of retirement one day. I hope that there's Unlimited possibilities for things that I can do and continue to engage in and refine my skills and work with new people and experience new technologies and and things that I, you know, I don't know what's going to unfold. But if I enjoy the process, I sure am excited to understand what that can look like, right, versus some finite endpoint where I can just hang it all up, where it can finally be done, where I can finally do X, Y, and Z, right? Whatever those things are that I may have been putting off or robbing myself of. And so I want you to think about enjoyment. And again, I think if you take nothing else from this, work to understand the difference between joy and enjoyment in your life. Are you looking for joy not finding it, getting frustrated, and then just doubling down and working more, putting your head down, grinding it out, when there is an opportunity to look for enjoyment amidst things that we don't necessarily find joy in. And what that does is it elevates the entire experience, right? It removes that immediacy of the near term. It removes that timeline, that that endpoint that we've set, that we're just trying to rush towards, when in all actuality, we can't rush towards it. We can only move day by day. We can show up today. We can apply ourselves. We can do the best we can do. We have to find enjoyment today because we have to do it again tomorrow. And I think it's not a have to, it's a get to, right? I don't have to work out. I get to work out. I don't have to go to work. I don't have to do these things that are challenging. I get to, I get to push myself. I get to have experiences that are meaningful. Um, I get to be pushed out of my comfort zone so that I evolve as a person. Great. Right. So, so much of this, I think starts on the front end with a mindset shift of what is that joy versus enjoyment? How is that showing up in our lives? Are we leaning into the narrative of the arrival fallacy? Are we putting an endpoint out there in hopes that we can just push headlong into that? And when we get there, it'll be okay. It'll finally be something that's satisfying. So um, I truly hope, as always, that this was informative. I hope that you can find enjoyment. I hope truly that you can get away from the arrival fallacy, that you can get away from the when I get there mentality, and you can connect to what you're doing right now and what's enjoyable about that, right? Where is that enjoyment lie? And I hope that you can find those aspects of your life and your daily process that actually highlight that what you're doing right now has the opportunity to yield enjoyment. Um, We just have to look for it in a way that maybe is different and meaningful for us. So thanks, as always. I appreciate everyone. Um, If you've yet to do so, please rate this podcast on whatever platform you listen to. Um, Please subscribe. Um, Every other Tuesday, we release an episode. Um, And if you subscribe, you'll get alerted to those and you can keep up to date. And share this episode with a friend. Um, If you got something out of this or any of our other episodes, send it to somebody you know. Um, Just takes a second and um, I'd be grateful. So thanks as always. Um, We appreciate you and we'll see you next time on Endurance Minded.